The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with hosts Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. No, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You might not have gone there uh, this week, this past weekend, because the Saints didn't play, Tulane didn't play, and LSU didn't play. But you could be there tonight. You could be there this week. You got LSU Southern Miss. You got Tulane playing whoever they play. You got the Saints versus Carolina, who looks awful right now. Could get to two and three. Uh, the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court. They're awesome. You should support them because they support us. All right. Uh, the Saints were off this week. We had no football. We had no Premier League. We had nothing of sports worth watching, really, uh, except NFL football yesterday. The, the Saints did not lose. The Saints Two did weeks not lose. in a row, Tulane, they have not lost. Tulane did not lose. LSU did not lose. It was a good week. Kevin, how did you spend your uh, time away from the Saints? Uh, Saturday, I went to Kansas City and wrestled. Wrestled. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I wrestled for this place called uh, Metro Pro. Uh, I hurt my, I bruised my, my calf. Ooh, that sounds unpleasant. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, 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 that, that actually hurts more, more than, more than the injury I'm about to say. So then yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, I think I broke my toe. Um, I, I had, I set my gym bag down and turned around and walked, you know, walked back into the room it was in and just caught caught the edge of it like where the wheel is right with my foot and my foot today or the toe itself looks like it has the plague <laughs> so it's like dark purple and like bright red still and it's it's just hideous andrew what did you do on your kevin uh how far how far of a trip is it for you to kansas city uh four to four and a half hours because we went to kansas city kansas you you gonna make that trip in a couple weeks against uh the chiefs and the saints uh, I do not think I will be doing that. Yeah. So basically, he goes to Kansas City for wrestling, but he will well, not. Well, I was go tra- for well that's because I was traveling. Let's see, I was traveling with people, and I knew I was going to be, and that was on a Saturday, so I knew I was going to be there and back in one day. Whereas you went to the to le- do that. You went to the last. Oh yeah, time. no, I did go. Yeah, I went there the last time. That's because I had a ticket. I was meeting my family there. And I had accommodations to stay, and I knew I was going to be off work the next day. Yeah. All right, look, if someone's listening to this, please 
find a ticket for Kevin to this game and, a, and, a place and, and to house stay him and house him. Yes. So we can watch. Yeah. Saint, Saint <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I feel like that's the least we could. So ask. we can watch. Uh, sure. So we can watch Alex Smith torch the Saints. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch him dime the Saints for three hundred fifty yards. Oh my! God. Oh, eight yards at a time. That would be awful. Um. So, oh, it's coming. Three and a half yards at a time. <laughs> Andrew, what did you do your by your non Saints watching week? I um not much. Uh, I was actually off work again today for Columbus Day. Um, That's why there was no had, traffic today. I was like, school. "What is the deal with no traffic? This is awesome." It was yeah, Columbus, my kid, my was kids Columbus had no Day. school, so uh, I, I I took them apple picking. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's an actual thing it's that I did. Thing. Yeah. You pay to yep. pick someone else's apples. Pretty much. Uh, so Pretty much. I just went to Torchy's Tacos because the weather was so nice, and I love that place. I don't care if it's a cliche or whatever. Uh, hello. Uh, so I went to Torchy's. Yep. Uh, but here's the thing. That, I that's wa- my. That was my my three year old daughter's fake phone. <laughs> I watched the that game. I just sat on. I watched the games yesterday, and me and Andrew were texting back and forth like Vic Beasley for the. The Falcons actually look like a top ten pick. He had three and a half sacks, and but we found out today, Andrew, that the coach of Denver like had pneumonia or something and was in the hospital. So that's why the coach of pneumonia, the coach of Denver, Gary Kubiak, couldn't figure out to vo- block Vic Beasley, which was annoying as crap. As the Falcons are four and one, um, we'll get to how their season's going to collapse in a little bit. Um, so that's our weekend. I hope everybody else had a nice, uh, pleasant, non-Saints weekend. Uh, we get to enjoy two weeks of San Diego, the San Diego miracle. San Diego coughed up another game in the fourth quarter. The Chargers are... Unbelievable. Are, they are they are magical. Uh, here's the thing, Andrew. Uh, well, when, when the holder muffed the... <laughs> The field goal, I don't know. It goes to Philip Rivers, and you can read his lips. It's, he says, we are the Bad News Bears. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Somebody needs to gift that. Um, what is a reasonable expectation for this defense, Andrew, the next four? I'm not going to go the rest of the year because I just like work in chunks. So what, they played a quarter. What's the ne- What's like the next four weeks? What's a reasonable expectation to say – this defense is making progress, or they're they're doing the best they can. What's what's realistic? Like yeah, talking, I mean, like, I, I think Kevin, we're, I'm talking I think, about them like they're a special needs child. I, I think uh, well, they're they're not far off. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it's just going to be peaks and valleys. You know, there's going to be some steps forward and some steps back, I, and I think that's the mark of a young, inexperienced defense. Uh, one that's suffering through a lot of injuries, a lot of lineup shuffles, uh, a lack of identity, you know, still trying to learn from a new defensive coordinator. So, you know, I, I think a lot of that's what we've seen. Uh, we, we saw tremendous performance against the Giants. Um, we saw a, a terrible first half against the Chargers and, and a fantastic second half. Uh, a good first half against the Raiders, an abysmal second half against the Raiders, and then the Falcons, it was kind of bad throughout. So I, I think it this was. unit struggles to put four quarters together, obviously, uh, but we have seen at times, e- even for as long as a half, this defense played pretty darn good. So I think we'll see more of that. I think it's going to be hard for them to go four quarters playing dominant football. They just don't have the players. They don't have uh, the talent, but... 
I do think there are enough. There's enough talent here. I mean, I've seen a lot from Nick Fairley. I mean, he looks great. Cam Jordan's Cam Jordan. Uh, Craig Robertson has shown some things. Ken Crawley has kind of been a nice surprise. Sterling Moore at times has looked pretty good. So what about BW uh, Webb? Yeah, let's not forget him. <laughs> Kevin, the key to everything. Kevin, people ask me if I'm miserable this Saints season, and I tell them I'm not really that miserable because I don't have this expectation that they're a playoff team or even a 500 team. So all I do is wake up every Sunday and I'm like, hey, Saints, just entertain me for three and a half hours. So my expectations aren't that high. So if the game is close, I'm kind of like, that's good enough. And I know that's terrible or whatever because they have a Hall of Fame quarterback. But, like, here's my question to you, Kevin. When do we as fans not necessarily start saying – looking at draft picks for next year. But when do we start saying, I want all the draft picks playing? And I don't care if they're good or not. I got to see all these draft picks and young kids. Like, when do, when are, are you going to be pulling the plug earlier on 2016 than you normally would? Uh, I think, like, just, again, I'm speaking, I'm speaking one quarter of the way through the season. So I say... Let's see. Let's see what it's like after the next four games. Uh, that would probably be the earliest I would consider doing it because, you know, the 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 South is not sending two teams to the playoffs. No, the South, it's, it's going to be the winner, and it it's nine and seven will probably is going to get you the division. I think. I mean, Atlanta half looks like they already have it in the bag. I mean, what, unless yeah. unless they pull a Falcon. What's the number? Is it if they're two and six? Can you just if they're two? Okay, if, yeah, if they're two and six, and even if they're still mathematically in it, uh, I would I would say screw it. Let's just start playing like different guys and throwing things out there. Like at that point, I'm just looking. I'm I'm I would just be looking to see what what what, what you have. Uh, I don't I think like I they're would... already doing that. Where and that was my next question to you, Andrew. Where are they? Where are they not playing any kids? I feel like it's it's quietly like I well, was trying to work a column. It's quietly like crept up on us. Like they're playing a bunch of the kids. Like there is there anywhere where? See, you... I don't think I don't think it's the kids necessarily. It's just who's going to help us win games, and we'll play anyone that can help us win games. And it, that that's the thing I, I think that's important to remember. It's like especially with Sean Payton, he doesn't care if you're Tim Hightower and you've been out of the league for three years. He doesn't care if you're Jairus Bird or Keenan Lewis and you have a huge contract or Junior Gallette. He doesn't care if you're an undrafted rookie. If you're playing the best ball, you're going to see the field. And I, I think he applies that method if the record's 2-6, and six, if it's 1-0, and oh, or if it's you know 13-0. And, and I, I just think it's one of those things where – You've seen that happen already some this year. I mean, Von Bell replaced Jairus Bird. Thank God. Uh, and you, you know, Nate Stupar came in at linebacker. Um, you know, and uh, Stephon Anthony's been benched. So, yeah, I mean, he's a kid, Stephon Anthony, and they're not. I don't even not, know if uh, Stephon Anthony's alive. Yeah, I mean, they haven't found his play to be acceptable, so they're going with other guys. And so, I, I think again, it's 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 not about what age you are, how you came in whether you're a part of the future or not, it's can you help us win games? Um, and so uh, I respect that. You know, I, I think uh, he owes it to his profession and as a professional, and he owes it to the fans to try to put the best product out there each week. Kevin, I got this question this afternoon. I, it wasn't a specific 
question for the podcast, but I liked it, so I'm going to ask it to you. How surprising is it that Andres Pete is on the road to being less of a bust than Stefan Anthony? Uh, I'm particularly happy because, again, I, I, I feel like I feel like I chained myself to to Andres Pete <laughs> coming out of the draft uh, that, that that year. And, uh, yeah, so it would be nice if he, if he turns out to not be a bust. Like if he's just, if he's literally just a guy, like I will settle for Jag. (laughs) Just a guy. I'll settle for Jag. I mean. In fact, I'll be delighted with Jag at this point. I mean, I feel like Andrew, they gave, it's weird. I feel like they gave Andres Pete more of a chance because they were so desperate offensive line, they just try that son of a gun everywhere. And Anthony, they just like have exiled to the land of misfit toys. I don't know. Like, is is well, Ant- I I think last year, first of all, I don't think Anthony was very good. Um, you know, I think he he made some plays. You know, he had that game where he scored a couple times, and yeah, uh, you know, he had over a hundred tackles. So you know, and. Uh, the, yeah, there, there were some things that were nice, but I, I think nice. And, and this and this is the stuff you've heard in interviews from both Dennis Allen and Sean Payton. It's the the reading and diagnosing, and he's out of position a lot. You know, he's a guy that's that's fast and he can hit, uh, but right now that's all he is. And I mean, he he feels right now. Stephon Anthony feels like a Jim Hazlitt linebacker that has all the physical tools, that has the speed, that has the ability to. To, to, to be great or very good oh at his God, position based on measurement. He's he's the deluxe he's version. Of, he's the more expensive version of C. Grant. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh well, right God. now he is, and I'm not oh saying he can't God. develop. And I I do think Stefan Anthony's a, a smart kid, and uh, I'm not willing to write him off just yet. I mean, I think he, it's just going to take time to develop him, and that's yeah, that's part the of the coach's job. Me is when they talk to Dennis, but Allen. I think he's a liability on the field. Dennis Allen was like, I feel like we still have confidence in and. And Anthony, Mike, they never, they don't say that about players that they definitely have. They don't say like, I still feel like Drew Brees can be a good quarterback. You know, they like that qualifier in the front of the sentence, Kevin means that they are like, this guy's terrible. That's what I feel like with Dennis Allen. When you say, I feel like he can, he can still be good. That means he's not going to be good. Uh, I, I, maybe, maybe that's more of them just saying, yeah, it really looks like that but we're not we are not or can't throw the towel in on him completely uh so we're gonna you know keep giving him every opportunity before we you know cut bait i mean i just i think it's it's all about like last year the defense burnt to the ground and you know obviously it was it was horrific and so i think what they decided this year is look if we're gonna get beat we're gonna get beat but what we can't have is guys not understanding the defense, guys out of position, yeah. guys not not prepared. You know that, that that's you know, and especially with Rob Bryan, that was a major issue. So I really think that when they went with Dennis Allen, you know, who is big on preparation and big on um, you know getting calls in on time, all that stuff. Um, that, that that's kind of why they signed Laurinaitis, and they said yes, physically Laurinaitis is not not as impressive as Anthony, and and athleticism wise he's maybe a bit of a downgrade but i think that move is kind of a microcosm of the the philosophy as a whole which is we want guys in position if you get beat you get beat so be it but 
we're not going to have the mental screw-ups that led us to getting gashed by running backs and tight ends in the passing game where guys are just not in the right position and not even covering. So now, I mean, that, that's where Anthony, you know, the, the big mistakes he made last year that led to a lot of big plays, um, you know, they've just decided as a philosophy we can't afford those right now. The Saints should never draft a linebacker ever again. They just don't know what they're doing. I mean, it's, it's they're going on like 20, yeah. 20 years of, of bad. I mean, maybe they – Mark Fields. Oh, my God. Yeah, Mark Fields. Man, I was in high school when they drafted Mark Fields. Um. All right. Uh, before we get to the Twitter questions, did Kevin drop out? No. Kevin, are you there? Yeah, I think I. Did. Yeah, I think I did. It's all right. We. we if, if, hopefully the 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 uh, the recording looks like it's good, so we're fine. Um. All right. Before we get to Twitter questions, uh, Kevin, after four games, who's your MVP for the Saints? Uh, I'd say Michael Thomas. Ooh, that's an interesting choice. Whoa. So you're saying like he's rookie of the year and and most valuable player? I mean, I'm not I'm not going to count Drew Brees. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Andrew, who you got for for most valuable? Um, John Kuhn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I would say, man, that's a tough question. I mean, Max Unger's been really good. Um, you know, I, I think Max Unger's a solid player. Um, you know, Breeze has been pretty good. Yeah. Um, I would say Unger or Breeze. I'm going to go for fun, uh, Jari Evans. If the Saints are two plays better, they're three and one, and we are like, man, thank God they got Jari Evans. He's the key to the whole operation. Now, it wouldn't be true, but we could talk ourselves into it. And I just like I just like the fact that they're he's he's counting twice on their salary cap. I just that is the most Loomis move ever. Uh, so hey, if we have competent guards, pay him a third time. <laughs> uh, so MVP, but uh, so Andrew, who's the least valuable Saints player so far? Um, it's got to be Jarris Bird. Yeah. Especially when you consider the value you get for the investment. Yeah, even even Kobe Fleener's had moments. Kevin, who you got? Yeah. Least valuable. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, Jarris Bird. That's because I was struggling to think uh, when you had posted when you'd uh, put that to me uh, during our uh, pre-show yeah. meeting. Like, who would you? Um, yeah, and so I couldn't think, but Jarris Bird. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard because I mean the defense overall. The people that are actually playing are playing pretty good, except for him. You know, um, and and I can't I can't make like Devon Harris or, um, you know, other other people or or Roman Harper who was really bad against Atlanta. I can't just make them because ooh, Roman Harper is a good call actually. I mean, he's been playing. I mean, they he, didn't. He's they, in the mix. I mean, he's in the mix. They didn't mean. I don't think they meant for him to play this much. You know? Yeah, but he Harper has looked bad. He looks. I mean, he is. Old. I mean, I don't think that. I don't think they'll cut him because he's got too much. You know, he's he's got equity and they. You know, he's helped them win a Super Bowl and all that. So I don't think they would cut him during the year. But he, I mean, and that Atlanta that Atlanta game was painful. 
and I've been a I've yeah. been a guy that's been pro Roman Harper. So I, I'll, I'll go uh, I'll go Roman Harper. You talked me into it. So Kevin, you went Michael Thomas for MVP. Are you also going to him for Rookie of the Year? Yes. Andrew. Yeah, I mean it's not even a question. Yeah, Michael Thomas is. He, and Although Ken, I will say Ken Crawley could get himself in the mix if he keeps improving. Ken Crawley is going to be a Ken Crawley will be at least a nickel corner in the NFL. Like he he got he he made I mean he hasn't made a ton of plays, but to me he's there. Like he was right there to make the play in the Raiders. He was right there against the Giants. He got better the other two weeks. Like he's like you can see it. He's got potential, and he's and, and he's got that cornerback whatever cornerbacks that survive in the NFL have where he just can forget about getting roasted and he can just put it behind him which is a a well guys the thing about Crawley is you know he's got size but he's not shifty so he can't really be a slot cover guy or a nickel guy so you know it's kind of the the problem that Stanley Jean-Baptiste had um where he's either got to be a starter where he can play on the outside um or he can't play because he's not a nickel guy so You know, Crawley's one of those guys. You know, he better he better be on the outside. But you know, obviously, you could start like a guy like PJ Williams, and then if you bring him in and nickel sets, shift one of your outside guys over like a PJ Williams. Yeah. Um, Kevin, biggest surprise so far, a month into the year. It can be a player or just anything at all. Are you there, Kevin? Are you thinking it? I need to play the Jeopardy music. I muted my goddamn. F- oh man, mid-season <laughs> form, boys. Mid-season. Yeah, form. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that Drew Brees isn't dead yet. For that's that, that's the one that jumps biggest. into my mind. Um, and then two, I would say that I would even say that they were even in the 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 New York game. Yeah, I mean, Andrew, what's your biggest surprise? Uh, I mean, in an unpleasant way, and, and I was expecting some injuries at corner because they always get injured at corner. But just just the the amount of injuries at, at corner has been surprising. I mean, they were emptied out. They they were empty at corner. You know, uh, not even five quarters into the year. Yeah. You know, I mean that that I mean I know, you know, PJ Williams happened in the Giants game, and Bro happened in the in the first game, but I mean, they lost, they lost Swan and Lou and a bunch of in the preseason. And it just, I mean, my biggest surprise, I'll throw out there another, I'll throw another surprise out there that, um, their undrafted rookie kicker from Georgia state who made like 60% of his kicks in college <laughs> hit, a, hit a 50, hit a 57 yarder. <laughs> He's not a disaster. My biggest surprise isn't a particular player and it's a positive. I think their run defense is really good. I know it was bad against Atlanta, but I'm going to say that's because of the injuries to Vaccaro and Tyler Davison. Their run defense is really good, or at least good enough to give them a fighting chance to be interesting when they get Rankins back and Bro, uh, and and well, Ellerby will come back and then play for two weeks and then be injured. Um, but uh, that's what I think. I think I'm really surprised that. Andrew, there. I think their run defense has been really good. I mean, I, I think it was one of the reasons they beat San Diego. No, that's, that's a really, that's a good one. I mean, because the, I think it's one of the reasons they beat San Diego is because even when they got ahead 35-34, the 2015 and 2014 Saints, San Diego would have just been like, all right, 
We're, we, we've almost blown this. Let's stop dicking around and just run the ball off tackle. And they'd have ran the ball off tackle six times, gotten the field goal range, and kicked the field goal and won, you know, 37-35. But they couldn't do it. Um, so I think it's a positive thing. Carolina just went ahead 7-6, to six, by the way. Um, so, Kevin, final question before we get to Twitter question. Uh, most hated Saints player four weeks in? Um, hmm. Ah, uh, I don't think I have. I don't think I have one. Yeah, it's, I, I, I it, it, like. There's no, like, there's no uh, Brandon Browner, Jason David. Yeah, even Jarris Bird is kind of like people are just like, I don't know. Well, he's hurt all the time. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, it's like, what do you want? What you know? Like, if he was screwing up on the field left and right or getting penalized, like, yeah, I could be mad at that. But he's not on the field. Yeah. Andrew most hated, and it doesn't have to be. Well, personal. I would, I would, I would have said, I would have said Bird, um, but then he got benched, and then he had a pick after he got benched. So <laughs> at this point, the whole thing with Bird is just kind of comical. Uh, but I would say the most negative stuff I see on Twitter is about Ellerby. Um, <laughs> I, I think fans are just like, why is this guy still on the team? Like, why, why That's are they even choice. bothering That's giving a him choice. a ro- roster spot? I think people are so fed up with. The constant injuries, and they never feel like playing. he's possibly because they wrote, all the media wrote all the stories about how they won when he was in. Like I feel like fans have this false belief that Ellerby is the magic elixir on the defense. Like, right, like exactly. if he would just come yeah. back, they could be good. But like that, it's Ellerby's fault that the defense doesn't work. <laughs> yes. So I think Ellerby's a good choice. I like that one. Um, yeah. Oh boy, we have some Twitter questions tonight. Uh, Kevin, I'm just gonna start this one off. Oh, oh, Fleener, Fleener is in the mix. Oh yeah, for most hated. He, called, he, he, he was about. People were about to bubble over, bubble over, and then the, the Atlanta game sort of calmed it down a little bit. Yeah. But and they and they won in San Diego, so winning like masks all the bitching. You, if, if you lose, you just go down the list of the complaints. But when you uh, lose, all, all we need is another loss and a key third down drop from Fleener, and it's back, baby. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's like a, he's like a stalking horse. He he he's definitely like the potential is definitely there. So we have a ton of fun. Yeah. Fun Twitter question, Kevin. I'm gonna save. Oh, I'll, I'll throw. I'll, I'll throw out another one for okay. most hated. Mickey Loomis. Ooh, yeah, that's good. People are people are about that. The, the 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 grace period is over for Mickey Loomis. Yeah. You know, somebody somebody uh, tweeted the other day. He's like, when the Saints won the Super Bowl, my kid had just been born. Now he's doing long division. It's a lifetime ago. Uh, Kevin, this question is from J.P. Christensen. <laughs> if Trump was our head coach, which Saints player would he grab non – and you can't say cheerleader? Um, <laughs> hmm. I, I know my answer. Huh. I know my – Um, God. But, <laughs> that – my answer. Oh man, I gotta. I'm. Uh, my answer is yes. Bird because Bird, the Saints paid all that money, and Trump would look at him and say, "He's worth fifty-four million dollars." So I gotta. That's that's the move I gotta make. That would be the if if player if Trump was gonna grope a Saints player, it would be Jarvis Bird. 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. This is from Nick Knack. Uh, game-winning play this week as opposed to last week, Andrew. Uh, who makes it? Who makes the game-winning play this week as opposed to... Wait, that doesn't make... Uh, Against the Panthers? Yeah, no, that's a question. Uh, that question doesn't make any faith. Game-winning play this week as opposed to making... Who, who, oh, who make, who, uh, who misses the game-winning play this week as opposed to making it last week because, you know, Saints? Uh, well, does that imply that I have to pick a player that made a play? No, you can just San pick Diego? a random guy that's going to blame going to lose the game for the Saints, I guess, is what he wants. I'll go with Von Bell. <laughs> Nick Nag- if rookie, you- rookie. St- I like Von Bell, but rookie's still learning. I could see it. Uh, Nick Nag- uh, if you mispronounce Nutsack, I'm taking your man card away. It's not really a question, just a comment. Uh, Kevin, this is from Preston. He asks, how can I place a bet in Vegas for next season on the Saints winning the Super Bowl? I mean, you ought to be. <laughs> you can. It's Vegas. You can you, somebody somewhere in Vegas we'll will take, take that bet. Now, yeah. whether or not whether or not they're going to, you know, pay up is another thing, or whether or not they'll break your finger is a, is another <laughs> thing. This is a good. Point. I, I, I think I don't think you have to go to Vegas for someone to take that bet. No. What Andrew? Um, what is the bet? This is from Sean Mars. What is the best case scenario? With the Falcons currently off to a hot start, collapse or playoff tragedy? Uh, I still think collapse is possible. Man, it's so early, and, and I, yes, they did beat the Broncos on the road, which is ex- impressive. But I just think, you know, Matt Ryan, one injury, you know, to Julio Jones or Devontae Freeman, or you know, their offensive line starts to get banged up. Um, who knows? And that defense is terrible. That defense uh, just, is terrible. So they're gonna lose. They're gonna. They're four yeah. one, but their de- their defense is so bad. They're gonna lose a game or two that you. They're gonna go into and you'll be like, "How in the hell did they lose to X?" Because their defense is just so bad. That's like this. I mean, it's not like it's not like Matt Ryan is like completely reinvented himself. Like yeah. he, he's hot right now, but like. It's going to regress back to the norm. He he can't keep this up all season. Um, but the I mean the best case scenario, truthfully, is since the Saints probably aren't going to go to the playoffs, like the Saints winning the 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 final game of the year in Atlanta or what is it? This? Yeah, that's our Super Bowl. I'm our, I'm telling you right now already. Like that's our Super Bowl. Like this year is that the fine? Is that the last game of the year or no? It is. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. You don't remember me talking about yeah. that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's the that's the Super Bowl, man. That's yeah. that's the, you you beat them, you keep them out of the playoffs, and the last game in the Georgia Dome. Not only did they lose it, they lost it to their most hated rival. I mean, oh, I, I don't I don't even care if they are already in the playoffs and they're benching everyone and treating the game as a preseason game, and the Saints win it. I still love it. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, this is an interesting question from Eric Brignac, Kevin. What's better, Saints go nine and seven and lose to Atlanta in the playoffs, or Saints go five and eleven but keep Atlanta out of the playoffs week seventeen? Say so who goes? Tampa. I guess. But would you? Ra- would you? Would you? Ra- that's an interesting question, though. Would you rather the Saints like go nine and seven 
and be like the last wild card, and Atlanta's like the last division winner, so you play them the next week in the playoffs, and you lose to them in the playoffs. Or would you rather go 5-11 and 11, but keep Atlanta out of the playoffs week 17? I'll take a plot. I mean, I don't know how you can say, you know, don't make the playoffs. Yeah. I, so, I mean, I, I would take I would take the playoffs. I mean, the, yeah. the thing is, I would take the playoffs, too, and then, Andrew, you can answer. I would take the playoffs. Do, just do, be- do we get – my only question is, do I at least get the Week 17 win over Atlanta? Well, you've got to if you're going 9-7. and seven. Like, Okay. okay. Yes, then, you gotta, then, yes, I'll, I'll take the loss in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because the playoffs, man. If even if you get nine and seven, even if you lose to Atlanta in the playoffs, it means you get. It means we get twelve more weeks of fun, and yeah. for 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 one bad Saturday, however horrifically they would lose. Yeah, uh, listen, there, there reaches a point where I'm probably rooting harder against Atlanta than I am for the Saints. <laughs> for not there that yet. probably happens at some point this year, but Thanks. like I'm not there yet. Thanks. That's like that's probably around. I'm there. a. I'm a Saints fan way, way before I'm a Falcons hater. You know? uh, this is from my man Hurts, Kevin. On a scale of one to Carl Sweeten, <laughs> how awful was an October weekend with no Saints or LSU football? <laughs> Carl Sweeten, nice reference. Yeah. Um, That's a hardcore podcast fan probably. Yeah. Not quite. Uh, you're a Notre Dame yeah, guy. I, you're a Notre Dame guy, right? So you're not like a, like a diehard LSU now, uh, yeah, like the sad, the sad thing is, like I haven't been as much of a Notre Dame guy like in the last like two years. I mean, not that I'm in, not that I'm suddenly jumping on LSU, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm probably more of a Notre Dame guy. But yeah, that, that, it's it's it, that that's been an absolute disaster of a season for them. <laughs> they are. It's like when you lose when you lose to Duke at home. You really a, need to just a, like as a four touchdown favorite. Really, yeah, you really need to just. I I oh god! When I saw that score, I almost thought to myself, "Fire everybody!" Fire <laughs> that be, everybody! That becomes kick. more depressing when you consider Duke lost at home to UVA. Yeah, the thing is with Notre Dame, I hate Notre Dame, but they're not as fun to hate on if they're irrelevant. Right. You know, um, this is a good question. This is from Eric. Uh, how sure were you that San Diego was going to block the PAT and return it for two points? Eric, I was certain the Saints were winning that football game when they went up 35-34. That was a San Diego implosion, my friend. There was there was no – I don't know how you guys felt. There was no doubt in my mind the Saints were winning that game. Oh, I, I, I was convinced the Chargers were going to go down and get oh, a field goal at the buzzer. I was like, this is this – is, this is that's the kind of death spiral – that I have seen too many times the Saints do, and there was no pulling out of that plane crash. I, I don't know. Maybe, Kevin, were you confident or not? No. You weren't? I was, I was not confident. I was Me petrified. Either. Like, I, it, I, I am petrified anytime. Like, <laughs> just the way the Saints have been, I'm petrified until, until they get the W. Yeah, I, mean, I don't see how you could not watch the first two weeks of the season and be confident. I mean, no, it probably it would have it would have made the the loss even worse for me. But I just I just felt like, man, when you're when you have a when you have a ninety nine point nine percent chance of losing a football game and suddenly you're up thirty five thirty four. I mean, I just you know if if they, no no lead is safe though. I mean, Ralph. But here's the thing: like if they were playing. 
if they were playing like a good team, like the Patriots or Aaron Rodgers or a, a team that was good, I'd have been more worried. It's, it was San Diego for Christ's sake. Um, so, all right. Uh, thanks for all the Twitter questions, everybody. We got to them all. Um, before we get out of here, we got to pick the Saints Carolina game. Carolina is currently um, winning. They're beating Tampa Bay. Seven to six. Uh, Tampa Bay had the ball, I think, for like 26 minutes. Uh, the first half, it felt like, and they were only up six nothing. So Andrew, oh uh, Kevin, I'll start with you. Uh, who you got? Saints, Carolina. They Carolina's a three-point favorite. They're in Carolina. No, they're at, they're at New Orleans. Oh Jesus. Uh, uh I don't know. I mean, I, I imagine Cam Newton's playing, so. I'll say Carolina, and I will say 31 to 24. I think being at home, the Saints managed to keep it close. But uh, Cam, just like, you know, I think Cam ends up like putting a fucking dagger in him. Oh, my God. Carolina looks pretty bad right now, though. So I know. Andrew, who you I got? Know. Andrew, who you got? I mean, I hate to say it, I agree with everything. Kevin just said. I think it's a it's a get Cam's right game. Back. For, it's a get right game Cam's for Carolina. Back. Yeah, it's uh, a get right game. Cam's uh, back. You know, he's he's gonna be back to his old form against the Saints defense and uh, the Saints man. The Saints Superdome magic is gone. Yeah. No, it, it's just you're you're both wrong, and I'm gonna tell you why. I was scheduled to go to this game. Plane ticket was booked, ready to go, and my wife. Uh, my, wife. my wife had some uh, business opportunities and stuff come up, so I had to transfer out and, and reschedule for the Lions game. And the last two times that I have rescheduled for the Saints, they they dropped 60 on the Colts, and last year they beat the Giants 52-49. The Saints are winning this game, and it's going to be the best they look all year. They're going to win 35 to 13 and they won't look this good the rest of the year it's going to be the most fun the people in the dome are going to have and i'm going to be sitting in my recliner drunk watching it from home so breeze looks healthy and look, it, torches them um i don't know that he'll torch them he'll they're, they're like i think the carolina death spiral just continues and the saints like create a bunch they create a couple turnovers and it kind of spirals the, the carolina offensive line is terrible so if the saints could actually get ahead they could probably sack cam newton a couple times you know and we'll get the joyous cam newton um dressed really weird uh and the pouting we'll get the pouting during the game and we'll get the press conference after where he pouts some more it'll be phenomenal so that's what I, I I really want I really want Tampa to win this game because I mean the the this could could be a kill shot to the Panthers. I mean, I mean you know, if they lose this, they'll be one and four, so the Saints could, would have an opportunity to make them one and you know, five. If this if if the Saints can get a win next week and be two and three, I don't think Atlanta will beat Seattle um in Seattle. So Atlanta will be four and two, and the Saints will be two and three. That's only one in the loss column. And at least Andrew, we get to pretend that the games are important 
for a couple more weeks. For a couple more weeks, and that's what we want, man. You want to be well, – I mean, you want to wake up Sunday, and you want to be like, hey, if the Saints can win, they could be 3-3 three and three in Kansas City, and then Atlanta can lose, and we could be a half game out. You just – you want to be able to talk yourself into – fun things happening and if you if you don't if you don't do that if you get to one and four one and five then all hope is dead Um, yeah i mean i I feel like there's little excuse for the saints here carolina has to travel on a short week you know they're playing tonight uh the saints are coming off a bye i mean this is a divisional game and we haven't seen huge hits yet but i'm assuming slash hoping carolina will have some guys that are banged up um you know that may not make the trip and Hopefully the Saints are pretty healthy, so uh, there's not a lot of excuses here. No. Uh, you know, ho- hopefully Cam Newton will be rusty from not playing, um, but uh, I mean they need to come out with some energy. I mean, I mean one. I mean, when was the last? When was the last time they won in the dome? Oof. Last I mean, year. Yeah, I don't know. Last year, let's see, they won at Atlanta. was their last game. Did they win the week before that? I don't think so. You're going to look this up, man. I'm not, I, I honestly couldn't tell you the last time I'm, they I'm won. I'm in front so of, hang on, I'm in front of a computer. Let me see. 2015 schedule. Yeah. Doo, doo, doo. Um, uh, oh, Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. I went to that game with my son. How long did he last? Oh, uh, we went the whole time, whole game. Yeah. So Jack's that, you know. Wait, the 2015 schedule? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jacksonville, 38. Yeah, the Saint, the Saints are one to know when my Saints go. My, when the Saints are one to know when my son goes to a game. They have won. The Saints, if you look at it, they have won uh, one of their last. Let's see. One of their last three. One of their last five. Uh, six. One of their last. They've, they're one and five in their last six home games. Jesus. One no. One in. One in. Are they one in seven at home? They be, let's see because they beat they beat the Jaguars and then they lost to the Panthers. I know they lost the Lions. They lost to Tennessee. No, they beat the Giants. They beat the Giants. So, right, so they're right. two. They're like, but they're like two and six. I mean, that's bad. Bad. They're bad. I mean, the, the whole magic is, is like you said, kaput. But anyway, uh, you Dave was MIA because it was at the Lumineers concert, I think. Uh, no, no, Tom Drennan. Oh, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Should probably uh, keep it that way. <laughs> so you can go on the Twitters and find Dave. Sometimes he runs the CSC account, uh, or he's at Campus Connection. You can find Andrew. He's at uh, Saints Nation or Andrew's own uh, Twitter account. Or you can find Kevin out there on the Twitters or uh, Madison County Farmers. Um, me and Kevin, we, <laughs> me and Kev, me and Kevin like to talk politics. It's mostly Kevin just gloating about the Republican Party burning to the ground. Um, but it's, yeah. but it's, yeah, 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 that's about, that's about <laughs> it because it sure is hell ain't promote anybody. <laughs> oh, mostly the, just gloating at how much of a dumpster oh, fire things. Become. The Republican Party couldn't be more of a dumpster fire. They are that we are less than a month out, and they are fighting each other like cats and dogs, and. All their gains since 2010, they're gonna lose them all. It's 
if you are a Republican or a conservative, November, whatever. They're not going to lose the House. There's The, the <laughs> Republicans are not going to lose the House. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It, politics people, if, you're, if, you, if you like it like me, the Speaker of the House is like, look, everybody for them, every man for himself, you do what you got to do. And uh, which is like a month out from election. I can't ever remember that happening in my lifetime. But I don't think that's ever happened. Like, I mean, even even old man Dole, who they knew he was going to lose in 96. He still like campaigned like crazy to like save the Republicans, like save the House and save the Senate, even though he knew that Clinton was going to beat him. This is like the Republicans are running to, uh, the, from each other. But it's fun. And as long as you don't insult us or be mean, we'll talk to you. We don't care. You know, I had to block some people today, but, you know, it's, it's all right. Um, and of it co- takes a lot to get me to block you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a little quicker on the trigger than I used to be. But but look, if you're nice, I talk to I talk to people that disagree with politically. They're nice. Um, but anyway, uh, go to the Twitters, find us. Go to Saints Nation. Andrew will have his grades up. And uh, Andrew also had a great post on why he thinks Drew Brees is injured. And it wasn't just conspiracy theories. Andrew had actual facts to back it up and interesting, interesting stuff. So go to there. Um, so for Kevin, for Andrew, for Dave, who's MIA, uh, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. 
To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.